This week, things start getting real spooky as we discuss movie-themed mazes at Universal's Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> everybody welcome to this week's edition of the i'd like a refund podcast i'm of course your host ryan and joining me this week we have joel joel welcome to the show buddy good to be here thank you so much uh long time listener first time caller <laughs> um and just to uh just to give a little brief update at the top of the episode um as everybody listening knows you know cameron is dealing with his surgery stuff uh that's why he's not here with us this week uh, he is post-surgery at this point and in recovery we spoke we both spoke to him a couple of days ago um so he is on the mend and we look forward to getting him back in due time but while we wait for him to come back we will just be doing a lot of i guess random is the right word joel a lot of random topics that we've talked about in the past that we've wanted to do i would like to say loose okay um because it's like I don't want—I don't necessarily think they're random, but they're just things that maybe don't fit into the mold of our normal, our normal uh, kind of flow of episodes. That's I fair. think you and I would both agree that while Cameron's gone, we kind of feel weird doing a normal episode. Yeah. Um, we may talk about movies here and there in some way, but probably not in the same kind of format that we normally do. Right. Especially since we don't have him to tell us our opinions are terrible. Right, right, right. Um, and on top of that too, I think this may be a good platform to kind of tell people like. This is something we've kind of talked about, and hopefully you as the audience have noticed too, but we're also kind of starting to let the show breathe a bit in the sense of like, we're not going to always just be focusing on doing those those main episodes where we're just talking about movies we don't like. Yeah. That's going to be the main brunt of our show, absolutely, uh, but we're going to allow ourselves to kind of branch out a little bit more, and we feel like we have a lot of fun stuff to talk about, yeah. um, and we seem, based on our numbers, we seem to get a lot of positive response on some of our other episodes that we kind of do yeah. a little bit off track of what we normally do. So this is, while we don't have camera here, that'll be kind of a little taste for you of like these different topics that we'll kind of touch on as we go along. Yeah, so. and if you don't like them, let us know. <laughs> we'll stop doing them. Yeah, but, uh, if you don't like them, then... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of our loose topics here, Joel, what are we doing this week for the show? This week, we are going to get a little spoopy. Cue the thunder. It's like when it was raining when we recorded Godzilla again. Yeah. It was so funny. So at work, there's some people that have started listening to the show. And I was talking to someone earlier, and she was like, yeah, I was listening to the show, and uh, you had said how it was thundering and raining, and then the episode was out the next day. You guys have a fast turnaround. And in my mind, I was like, yep, that was an off week. We didn't intend to do that. <laughs> nope. But shouts to everyone at work that has started listening. Tell your friends. Um, anyway, we're getting a little spoopy oh, this week. And uh, also another shout out. Uh, we picked our winner for the oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah for the raffle um, the hat, and it is uh, a dear friend of mine, regular listener, Greg Husa. You have won the I'd like a refund hat. I will message you shortly and send it out to you. But by the time you listen to this, you will have known it's coming your way. So shouts you have to you, a friend. That's a deer. Yeah. He's actually a goose. Oh. Yeah. Goosa? Yeah, he's a goose. Um, Silly goose. 
<laughs> and uh, so, Greg, we'll get that hat out to you shortly. Uh, you Congrats, be- Greg. You better wear that all the time. Otherwise, I'm going to be really mad at you. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But sorry to cut you off again. because No, I appreciate it. It feels like Cameron's here. <laughs> um, so we're getting a little spooky this week. Um, we're going to talk about movie-based haunt mazes which generally comes from one particular location yes legoland california if only uh, <laughs> uh no the sea Le- world's doing a haunt event this year yeah we've talked about that uh it's just wild uh um, i would love to see a lego ninjago scare maze that would be great that'd be so sick yep. um they do have a little haunted thing there though it's not that crazy but uh, but no we're, we're talking about haunted mazes which of course is gonna mostly be coming from universal um, Halloween Horror Nights. Now I've only Cur- been to currently running. Yes, currently running. Um, full speed ahead. I well. have. Oh, <laughs> I have only been there three times. Surprisingly, I love haunt events, but I've only done it. Uh, I did 2012, 2014, 2015. Nice. Um, Ryan, you've never te- technically been there. Would you like to explain why that's a technicality? As a guest of the event, no, I've never been there. Never just been able to get my ticket, walk in and go through. Um, but this year I'm actually an employee of the event. I am working as a scare actor at Halloween Horror Nights. A character. Character. Yes, thank you very much. Um, so yeah, I'm working one of the mazes this year. Um, it's based on a particular IP that I'm sure we'll touch on a little later. But uh, yeah, it's really cool. I love this event. I'm happy to finally be a part of it. I've always wanted to go. So to get to see it, the workings from the inside gives me a little cool insight into it as well. Probably not very cool with everything you have to wear, but <laughs> no, no, physically at least very warm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this is going to be kind of be a, a very brief episode. This may be one of our, we shortest say this, episodes we say ever. this all the time. We say this every week. Yeah. We say this every week. We said We're this really la- We said this last week. It was an hour and 40 minutes. So. I don't even think we said that one on air though. No, did we? we said it before yeah, we, we started. We said that before we started, yeah. but I genuinely this time, think this time we're promising it to you. Yeah, we are promising this. This will probably be under an hour. Yeah, it's um, gonna sound. It's going to sound like we already had already started the episode before and didn't record it, and are we working the kinks out now and are ready to go on a second take? It's what yeah, it's like, sound like yeah, it'll sound like this is our second go at this, um, and that we're just trying to finish it because we don't intend on being up super late, um, and that's just how it's gonna sound. Uh, just no rhyme or reason. Uh, but again, it probably will be under an hour, which will probably be a world record for us. We've never had an episode shorter than an hour. Nope. Um, so yeah, that being said, but I'm just going to kind of... I don't know how we spent over an hour talking about Kirk Cameron saving Christmas, but we did it. We, we did found it. A way. We did it. We found a way. Drake and Josh. <laughs> oh, um, it's just Josh now. <laughs> oh, uh, Josh and himself. Yeah. That'd be either a sad or a very creepy show. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, But yeah, so... I'm probably just going to dive in a little bit to my experience, maybe highlight some of my favorite mazes that I've done over the years. Um, I'll go ahead and read off the list of all of the mazes that I've experienced at HHN. Sorry, I didn't I didn't mean to say the acronym out loud like that. It just came out. Uh, at Halloween Horror Nights, I'll just read them all out, and then, like I said, I'll kind of go along and just go over some of my highlights. And then I'd love, Ryan, for you to kind of tell us a little bit about your experience from the inside of it. Sure. Um, because I think it's so interesting. We, we each have a distinct perspective because i've obviously i've never worked it as much as i've always thought about doing it um but i've been as a guest multiple times and you've only worked it which is i think is pretty awesome i don't know how many people is that that's their situation you know yeah um, take it away so anyways 
anyway, uh, I am part Native American. Um, the <laughs> anyway, these are all the mazes that I have been to. So 2012, the mazes were Walking Dead. Yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Welcome to Silent Hill. Yeah. La Llorona, La Cazadora de Niños. Si. Don't ask me what that means. <laughs> Alice Cooper Goes to Hell 3D. Sure. And then Universal Monsters Remix. <laughs> and then this, the scare zones that year was Silent Hill. <laughs> and then, get this, Toys with a Z. Uh-huh. Witches with, with a Z. Oh, no way. And then Clowns with a Z. And, and a K. And a K. <laughs> How do we make clowns scarier than they already are? Change some of the letters up. Yep. This is the first one and the last one. Then it's basically a different word. Also that year is the uh, since canceled. And I mean that uh, in the modern term, um, Bill and Ted's <laughs> excellent Halloween adventure. Sad. Uh, I absolutely loved that show. Uh, fun fact. I have never seen a Bill and Ted movie. I've only seen the first one when I was a tot wee. So I don't well, remember it that well. was a wee well. lad. Yes, um, I was. Ex- I, I mean, I, I like Keanu Reeves, and Alex Winter is cool. I guess. <laughs> I'm sure he enjoyed hearing that. <laughs> yeah, because he listens. He might. Uh, he's not. He got nothing better to do. Shouts to Alex Winter. DM us. We'll get you on the show. We'll yeah. put you. At, we'll jump you up into the top of the line of a uh, potential guest. Yeah, at least like fourth. At least fourth. We have a long list at this point. There's at least fifty people that are. We like, got some real people coming too. Queued up. Yes. Yeah, like some legit, um, some legit A-listers for us. <laughs> yes. Yes. So then, in 2014, yeah, these are the mazes that we had. Face Off, uh, yep. presented by Sci-Fi. That, I was hyped about that this. That is the Face Off, like Nick Cage, John Travolta Face Off, right? No. Oh, boo. <laughs> that is the Face Off television series. Boo. Um, which, funny enough, this was 2014's yeah. year. Correct. In 2012, before, like we were hanging out at CityWalk before we went into the park, um, I ran into CityWalk. I I ran into Glenn Hetrick, who was one of the judges on Face Off. Um, so that was super cool. Um, that year they also had Dracula Maze, Dracula, Dracula Untold, which was the Untold, the Luke sorry. Evans movie. Remember, this is a movie uh, show, Joel. Yes. <laughs> American Werewolf in London. Yep. Clowns 3D. Clowns was spelled normal. Music by Slash. Use yes, and it was. I scared oh, Slash was. in the maze this year. Good job, dude. Yeah, good job out of me. Did he have his hat on? He did. Yeah. Good. It was um, a smaller version, but it was still his hat. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Walking Dead. So when you scared him, did he like jump back? No, not really. <laughs> Oh, so he wasn't a backslash? No, he was He not. was a forward slash. And for that reason, we're going to move on. Walking Dead again. Yep, again. AVP, Alien versus Predator. You really like this one. Yes. Yeah. And then From Dusk Till Dawn, which if you're familiar with the content in that film, that was an interesting maze. Then there was Terror Tram again that year. Um, I don't know if I mentioned Terror Tram in From 2012. Dusk Till Dawn would have been horrifying because the monsters in that are scary as shit. And there was no Selma Hayek in the maze either. Which is disappointing. Disappointing. Um, scare Zones that year. The Purge Anarchy. The Purge was... This was the year that the Purge was the main theme of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Dark Christmas. Mask Arrayed. This is spelled mask as in a face mask. Yep. 
dash a dash raid it's really uh i'll say this out you keep going you're almost done skulls with a z wait for it with, with a, a z. z yep um and then the walking dead it's really interesting that you say that purge was the main theme of this maze where they have one um scare element whereas walking dead has three this year um because they've got the they've got the terminus scare zone they've got the the maze and the terror tram was walking dead that year yes and let me say that that terminus scare zone was sick no terminus is a cool part of the show um i'll talk about that in a bit um and then finally 2015 if i have the right list here probably not probably not if i'm being completely honest i realize that just typing in um 2015 halloween horror nights gives me orlando by default as opposed to giving me um there's some really cool there's some really cool ones this year so i hope you got them right um but this year uh this was guess what walking dead again (laughs) um they also had insidious yep um i don't remember if this is correct this is the end yep this is what i have as well another alien versus predator maze yeah they just brought it ran it back they just brought it back um crimson peak Mm -hmm. this was halloween michael myers comes home yes and then terror tram which was the purge the first purge terror tram yeah yes which is what they're Um, doing this year for terror tram yeah and good on them yeah i mean and by good on them, I mean literally Terror Tram nowadays. Is, or the whole thing is just either we're throwing a lot of Walking Dead at you or we're throwing a lot of Purge at you for like the last eight years. Pretty much, yeah. So that being said, those are all the things I went to. Um, so I'm just going to quickly kind of go through you go, a few you, of my you favorites. You talk about your favorites, and I'm going to ask you about a couple as well. Okay. To be completely honest, there's a few, obviously, that we didn't go to. I will tell you right now, 2012, we did two mazes okay Okay. (laughs) we did two mazes in 2012 and then the uh the terror tram because it was just it was so slammed um i believe the 2014 year was the year i went with a friend who he got me in on the employee um preview night so not only was it slow but we also got there early and got the front of the line passes like they were just giving them away to the first 50 people Mm mm-hmm um, and so we did everything twice for 2014. Um, and then 2015, I don't remember how many I got in. That was another one I went for the employee preview, but I don't remember how many we actually did that day. Okay. Um, but for 2012, the two that we did were La Llorona and The Walking Dead. Um, the Walking... Oh, I'm sorry. We, we didn't do The Walking Dead. We did The Walking Dead because I was Terror Tram. We did La Llorona and we did Silent Hill. Um, I have no clue about either of those IPs in terms of on screen. So I just went into them blindly. Uh, but the Silent Hill maze was super cool. They had the, are they called like the Conehead people, right? Or like triangle heads or something? Pyramid head. Pyramid heads, yeah. Just some, some sort of shape. Um, the pyramid heads were super freaking tall. They had them on like stilts. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was super cool. And they were also like outside of the maze in sort of like a scare zone as well. So that was super awesome. Um, La Llorona, though, I do remember that one being a lot of fun. The scares themselves in the maze weren't anything crazy, but as we exited, there I hate you. <laughs> as we exited, this one took place in the Shrek 4D queue. And so as we exited, there was like these tarps that were set up so that way 
the characters can kind of move around without being seen, mm-hmm. um, getting from one location to another. And this was all like very brightly lit. It wasn't like it was supposed to be a scary spot. But one of the characters decided to jump out from behind the curtain and scare me, and nice. I lost my mind. Nice. Like it was just the it was the biggest scare I got that night, and it wasn't in a, an area where I should have been uh, getting scared. Those are always cool. But I'm gonna go ahead and jump forward in time to 2014 because that was probably my favorite year of all the years that I went. You probably experienced more that year. Oh, absolutely. We like I said, we did everything that year, and I most of them twice. Um, the two that I would really love to all talk in about one though, night. Yes. Damn. Yeah, because like I said, it was the employee preview, and we had the front of the line passes, so we were able to go do everything once without waiting. Yeah. And then, or like do everything once, like standing by, but the right. lines weren't very long. Right. And then we went back and used our pass. Nice. So, cool. Um. So first things first, I want to talk about is AVP, Alien Spreader. They did such an incredible job with that maze, and one of my favorite things about it was the fact that it was scary without having to show you a ton of stuff. Right. What I mean by that was there was a lot of areas where the sound design were really kind of carrying the maze. Um, you were hearing things. You would think you had, you know, the Xenomorph or, or Predator right behind you. Um, there were parts where you'd be walking through and it looked like a forest and you would just see Predator's like laser sight kind of moving all around. Yeah. Um, or you'd be in a room and you'd see the same thing. It was kind of like a, I, I didn't, I never experienced it. I know you did. Um, but based on videos I've seen, a lot of it felt like Alien Encounter over at uh, Disney World. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you had like these parts where you'd hear something like walking across over the top of you and stuff. So that was super, super cool. Um, and there was a scene too where Alien and Predator are each like jumping out of a wall like at each other and you're yeah. right in the middle of it. It it really puts you just right in the middle of the two. Um, and then you see the Queen Xenomorph towards the end and it was just a massive animatronic and it was it was incredible. It was really, really cool I mean, to see that. I mean, just looking at the pictures for this one, like there's some really cool elements like the, the Xenomorph like attacking and eating the body of the person laying in the bed is like a really cool mm-hmm. bit that they're doing there. Um, yeah, I, I love the thing that with the like the the beam tracking you like the Predator does. Like I yes. think that's really cool that they were able to do that. And like you said, sound sound is huge for that movie because those two monsters i guess you would call them uh have very distinct like signs or like noises that they make that like mm-hmm. the clicking noises and then like the screech that the xenomorph makes like they're very distinct so you yeah. could just be in a dark room and if you hear that you're gonna get terrified right right um the other one i really want to talk about here is an american werewolf in london Okay. And the reason I loved that maze so much, that was my favorite maze that year. AVP was way up there. It was great. But American Werewolf in London was my favorite maze that year. The film, I've never actually seen it. Um, I think it's the John Landis movie, isn't it? Um, I believe so. But that maze was so incredibly well done. And there were like three spots where they had these animatronics of a werewolf that would burst out of the wall mm-hmm. and like... I don't know how to describe it. I'll send you a video a little bit later, Ryan, for my Instagram. But the the werewolves would like hop out of the wall and literally like it was like they were like snarling at you and like very aggressively like shaking their heads and burying their teeth. And it was like terrifying. This one top maze that year. Yeah, it was it was easily the best maze. Like it was incredible. Those werewolf animatronics alone were just like I couldn't believe it when I when I went through that maze and I was very excited to go back and do it again because I could have stayed there and just watched those animatronics over and over and over and mm-hmm. over again. Uh, but an honorable mention that I'd like to t- throw in is the, the, the sci-fi face-off maze, just because, like I said, I, I used to love watching that show. Um, and basically, the year prior, 
the or maybe it was maybe not the year prior but the season prior uh leading up to that year of halloween horror nights one of the contests was for the contestants to put together a monster that can go into a horror nights maze and so they each created a monster um and then the winners or the people whose ones got picked were put into the maze that year um so it was really cool especially if you watched the show to be able to see those costumes come to life in person. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Let's say you got a hundred people getting ready to walk into the maze. Mm-hmm. What percent of the uh, what percentage of those people coming into that maze thought it was going to be about the John Travolta Nick Cage face off movie? Out of a hundred percent, what percentage? It, if I'm being completely honest yep. with you, be honest. I would say maybe 30 percent. that's still pretty high <laughs> like, it is yeah. it is um but i mean i don't know if you ever watched the show face off but like it was a very popular show no i never saw like it. there were a lot of people that i would never have expected to watch that show that loved it are you familiar with the concept of the show i can't say that i am no oh okay well let me break that down then just really quick break it down um, in, ca- in case there's other people who aren't familiar with it um face off face off Face Off was a special effects makeup uh, reality game show. Oh, wait a minute. Okay. Now I know what this is. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. I've heard, um, I remember so, seeing ads for this. Yeah, so it's almost like, like think of like a, a cooking show where like each week someone gets eliminated, right? There's like a, a main yeah. challenge and a side challenge. So that's basically what Face Off was. So each week they'd be like tasked with, okay, um, this week we're doing the holiday theme. So you're each going to draw a holiday and you have to make a scary makeup uh, based on that. And you would watch their whole process and they would not just do like makeup, but like the costume and the whole thing. And so you would watch them draw these characters and design these characters and then fabricate all the different pieces and really create them. So like I said, if you watch the show and you were familiar with the process they went through to create these characters to finally see them in person, which was, you know, something you don't really get to do ever because the show ends and, who knows where those costumes go? Mm-hmm. Um, it was cool to get to see some of the work of some of your favorite people right there in front of you. Yeah. So. Oh, some really um, and then to move on to 2015, the last year I went, which was 2015. Um, like I said, I did Dusk Till Dawn, but no Selma Hayek. So is it even <laughs> worth me talking about it? Um, well, that wasn't even, that was 2014, right? Dusk Till Dawn? Yeah, that was Dusk Till Dawn. Uh, for 2015, my favorite maze that year would have been Insidious. Okay. Um, I really liked the Insidious maze. I honestly do not remember going into This Is The End or uh, Halloween. I was going to ask you about the This Is The End one. Yeah, and I think I've told you this before. I've never seen that movie. Yeah, but that maze, I looked I looked up that maze when because I, I was like, they did This mm-hmm. Is The End? That's crazy. And then I looked, I was like, damn, like that was... That one's funny because they got a bunch of scare actors to play the actors in the movie. So I think I always think that's that's funny. what I was curious about. Um, no, I did not do that one. Um, I did The Walking Dead. Did you do AVP I again? I did AVP again. Had to. Yeah. Um, Crimson, Crimson Peak, Peak. I did. That one was fun. Um, the you, set pieces in that were and you really did, good. And you did Terror Tram, right? And I of course Which did was Terror Tram. The first year of the Purge one, I believe. First year of the Purge. Um, Pur- they did a pretty good job. First with year it. of Purge Terror Tram. Terror Tram, yes. Um, they did a pretty good job with it. I think Terror Tram in general is just fun. Yeah. What's um, the what was the main theme this year? Do you remember? Of of the, the whole of the thing? Event. Like how you said that one year. I think was... I think it was I think it was also purge. purge I think again? they did back to back years that were purge, oh, okay. yes. Um 
I'm trying to see right now if it says on any of these like promotional materials. Yeah, that's um, the best way to check cuz I know like this year this year like there's usually it's usually 3, it's Exorcist, Texas Chainsaw and Haunting a Hill House, but Haunting a Hill House is like the top. It's not the best maze, but it's like the one that mm-hmm. they put like at the forefront of things. I didn't get that. <laughs> I, watched, I didn't get my that. My watch was yelling at me. Um so I believe it was the 2014 um the what would he say it was called the the walking dead scare zone terminus mm-hmm. the let me make sure but i believe that was the year where the walking dead maze was located yeah this is, is it. it the metro sets yes and it was so freaking sick because yeah. The scare zone was down there in the metro sets. That's so really cool. You had to. It was kind of dumb. So it wasn't like Terror Tram, but you could take a tram to the location and then they would drop you off. And you had to walk through the scare zone to get to the maze. That's really cool. And so you're walking through the you know the metro sets. And for those of you not from the area, the metro sets, uh, Universal's back lot look you know like a metropolitan city type area. So. Um, and you're walking through these sets and it was just super cool because it finally felt like, like you go in the mazes and inside, like they build these incredible set pieces and they do, they feel very real, but like, because you were actually outside and surrounded by these massive structures, it just felt even more realistic. And so walking through that scare zone was just a ton of fun. And there were even like little areas where you're like, I probably am not allowed to go this way, but like you totally were. So they'd be like these little tight alleyways that would just be like pitch black and a lot of times there wouldn't be anybody over there because a lot of people weren't walking those directions but it was just really scary kind of walking through these little things that it was like someone could be around me anywhere right right now you know well that's what's um, so cool that about, that's what's cool about the scare zones you don't know where they're going to come from exactly in the mazes uh, in the mazes you get surprised a lot but there are a lot of moments where like you expect the scare to mm-hmm. come in where the scare zones people can come in from anywhere terror tramps kind of like that too like they could just come in from anywhere And I think that a good point about that, too, with the mazes, and I've heard this, I don't want to say critique, um, but, you know, note from a lot of people is going through a a horror or haunt maze is very dependent on where you are in the time because they break it off by groups. Like they'll only let a certain amount of people go and then they hold, let a certain amount of people go. If you are in a group of eight people, even if they're not people that you're with, if you're towards the back, like you're not getting... Yep. most of the scares that's true it's the person in the front the f- people in the kind of even the middle-ish sometimes that are getting the scares because they scare those people and then everyone else saw that scare so you're not yep. going to jump See, out and scare them again that's a know? good point you bring up because as somebody who's working the mazes right now something i've seen some people do and something i would recommend to people that if they go for the first time if you get in like one of those big groupings and you're like in the middle or towards the back once you get to the first spot you can let some space develop in between your yeah. group and like wait like give it like 30 seconds wait for the reset of the scare actor if you want to see everything that's what i would do because i'll i'll have a spot and i'll see like 15 people coming in together and it's like i'm sorry like the people at the front and maybe the people in the back if i can reset quick enough we'll get the scare and the people in the middle mm-hmm. like they'll have their phones out and they want like they want to experience it all too but you just you the actors can't move that fast like i'm Mm -hmm. sorry we can't 
which is definitely something that I like try to do. Like if I go in and I'm at the back of a group, mm -hmm. I always am like, okay, I'm going to wait it yeah. out here for a second and yeah. let space grow because it is, it's better when you're getting scared. And it's fun. It, that's one of the fun things about going is seeing other people get scared, also you know, true. and then it happens to you and you're like, oh, this is funny. But like when all night long or an entire maze, you're not actually getting a scare. It, it, it would be, it'd like, be a bummer because, yeah. you know, these tickets aren't they're not free. Like You got to pay to go to this event um, and you have to pay to do some of the mazes. Yes. So it's like you want to fully experience it. So I, anybody that is going through, I know like we're halfway through the event this year. Anybody that's going through, just wait. Like when you get inside, give some space from the people in front of you, and then you go and you will get to experience everything to the best of the scare actor's capability. And that's a great point. And like, not to, this is going to sound so selfish, but like, one of the things that has made it so difficult in recent years for me to go is like, it is very expensive. Yeah. But also on top of that, it's like everybody is going nowadays. Yeah. And so it's we like, get crazy crowds. Yeah, and so it's like it's very hard to like consider going paying, you know, 65 bucks or whatever to go to this event when I'm going to go into one maze. Yeah. And so it's like you almost like like well I have to buy the the front of the line thing and that's like 150 bucks or something. Right. You know, so it's I don't even, know, I love even going. Then, even then you're not guaranteed to get all the scares. Yeah. Yeah, and so it, it's just tough, you know, I I there, like I said, there was a few times this year that I've been asked and I've really been trying to go, but between work and all this stuff, it's like, again, do I want to spend that money and then only get in one maze? Right. And, and you know, it's like, I want to make sure it's going to be worth it. Yeah, so I feel that. Um, but yeah, that being said, those are some of the highlights of the years I went. Um, did you want to ask me about some of them? Like I said, I know I didn't do all of them. Um, um, if not, I'd like to hear a bit of your perspective on, on, you know, what it's been like working there. Um, well, I want to keep the focus generally on the, the film mazes, um, mm -hmm. even though like walking dead is such a big, um, such a big IP for them. Part of it. You yeah. can't really ignore it. Uh, just based on the ones that you've gone through, I think you kind of touched on just about everything that I would want to talk about. Um, yeah, I, I'd say, I guess the one, the only thing that I would want to ask you is to touch on the universal monsters. Cause I think they're a big mm -hmm. part of this that we're kind of overlooking so far. Um, and you, you are, you're of like the three of us on the show. You are the universal guy. Like you mm -hmm. are a big fan of that studio. And a lot of people don't realize that like horror, like horror really started with universal horror built universal. Yeah. Yes. I, I, and, and universal built horror. Right. Which is why like the classic monsters like Frankenstein Wolfman, Dracula, uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon, Bride of Frankenstein, Mummy, like, yeah, yeah, Hunchback, Hunchback. Uh, they're all. I'm serious. I'm I serious. Know, yeah, they're all very prevalent. Phantom of the Opera. They're all very prevalent throughout the three theme parks on a regular basis. Like you can meet. It could be the middle of May, and you could go to Universal, and you could meet Frankenstein and Dracula. Like yes, they're they are important Which, characters to the theme parks lore and the studios lore. So. 2012, I believe it is, was the year they had Universal Monsters remixed. And the reason it is said re is called remixed is because it's a, it was they a year had round had event. that maze. Yeah, and they had had that maze before. Yeah. And then they got rid of it for a couple of years because it was Van Helsing for a little bit. And then it was something else. Um, and then they brought it back as Universal Monsters remixed. Yeah. And then it was a, a year-round thing, but then it was also part of Horror Nights. 
Um, and that maze, it was a ton of fun because that was actually the same building as the um, the face-off maze. So it was like a couple years prior. Right. Um, but that building was so much fun because it was it was exactly that. It was a building. It wasn't like this structure that they built for this. And so you would actually like go up and down stairs depending on where you were going. Right. And I think it allowed them to build some really, really cool sets. Like I would definitely say like watch this maze. Yeah. Uh, because it was just a very cool. You walk can find maze. all. You can find all of them on YouTube. Yeah, uh, but again, this one you go through and you're seeing all of these classic monsters. So you're getting to see Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein, and you know, the Mummy and Phantom of the Opera, and all of these classic monsters that Universal is known for. Creature from the Black Lagoon. Like it's so cool and to it was see very that makeup di- and up it was different, close. Different takes on them that year too. Yes, they were all sort of these remixed, more like modernized like, versions. Modernized versions of them. Um, there was, I don't remember what it was called, but before or between Van Helsing and Universal Monsters Unleashed, it was like this other thing where there was just like a random mishmash of like scary people. And I remember I convinced my sister one time to go and she really did not want to do it. And she was like grabbing tight to my sweater the whole way through. Keep in mind, like at the time she was maybe 10, 11 right. years old. And we walked through. And there's a whole room that is just Chucky. And what I mean by just Chucky is it is literally a room full of like boxes of Chucky dolls. I hate that. A few Chucky animatronics and then actors, short actors dressed as Chucky. She lost her mind. She was crying. She had nightmares about it like for weeks after that. You said she was 10? she might have been a little bit older i don't remember that would, exactly that when would, this was that would but scare me today i was gonna say that okay. would scare a lot of people like yeah. modern day yeah, i don't it was, like that uh, it was not fun speaking of chucky there's something i did want to tell you about which okay. i don't know if you've heard about this if you haven't i can send you a great video please don't send me anything chucky related no i i promise ryan i think this is something you'll like have you ever heard of chucky's insult emporium I didn't know that's what it was called, but I think I know what you're talking about. So basically, there was a point in time where they had this show. And I say it was a show because it was, as far as I know, it was actually in an enclosed area. I don't know where, but it was an enclosed area. You can go in and there was somebody who would be operating a Chucky puppet in a window. And it was basically like a roast. So he would come out and be like, hey, everybody, I'm Chucky. Like, how are we all doing tonight? Yeah. And... This is Horror Nights. There's drunk people. So they'd be saying dumb stuff to the Chucky doll, and he'd, like, snap back at them. This is, like, the time when, like, your mama jokes were really big. So he'd be like, oh, that's not what your mom said last night. And it was just it, – it's hilarious. Like, you watch these videos, and someone was literally getting paid to be acting as Chucky, harassing people. <laughs> it was great. Uh, but then, as usual, it got ruined because – even though there were signs out front that said, this is intended for adults, we do not recommend audiences younger than 13 years, parents were taking their kids in there and then complaining about the things that Chucky was saying. Because, yeah. again, Horror Nights, basically, there aren't really, like, rules. Like, they are not afraid to kind of show some explicit content um, and swear <laughs> and stuff like that. Like, the Bill and Ted show that got canceled, like, there was some, like, explicit stuff there in terms of, like, language um, even kind of the subject matter a little bit. And same thing with the Chucky. Like, he would, he would swear and stuff all the time. And, again, parents kind of complained. So they took it away for a little while. But when I went back in 2015, they had him set up again 
on the French Street windows, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like a show. He was just there because right. there was a scare zone with Chucky's, right. um, and he was just up top, like kind of scaring people. So, um, which was it was cool. But I, I've, I'll send you a video of insult porn because it, it it was very funny. I think you would enjoy it. Fine, fine, fine. Um, I don't like Chucky. So, what about Chucky Finster? He's fine. He's kind of a little scaredy cat. He's the complete opposite of of doll Chucky. Yeah, it's true. Um, all right, so those are your experiences with Horror Nights. I guess I could just... I don't have a lot to say mm-hmm. about mine because it's very... It's very new to me still. It's my first year doing this as a scare actor. Um, and I haven't even seen many of the mazes. So is there anything that you, right. is there anything that you wanted to ask me? Not really. I'm just curious about how the experience has gone. Like I said, I think it's something that I've always thought like, oh, this would be really fun to go see or to, to co dry and do, but I've just, you know, never done it. And I've known a couple of people who have done it, but not really close friends. So now I have someone who it's like, oh, like, I'd really like to hear your experience. Are you calling me a close friend? I guess. Oh, <laughs> did that without Cameron here. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, this is a very interesting year for me to come in as a first-time scare actor um, due to the fact that they didn't hold it last year um, right. due to the pandemic, and this is their first year back. Uh, a lot of new people involved with the event. They have – I want to make sure I get this right. Seven – yeah, seven mazes in total this year. Um, a lot of familiar faces coming back just because they had to get the event ready to go um, in the best time possible and do the best they can. The only, the only, there's two new ones entirely: uh, the Haunting Hill House, the Netflix show, and they did a, their Universal Monsters one this year is The Bride of Frankenstein Lives. And what's really cool mm-hmm. about um, this one is it kind of leads into a scare zone, which is called uh, the Silver Screen Queens. Um, and those two combined are almost entirely female cast, which is really cool that they they yeah, did that. That's awesome. Because obviously the the main Universal monsters are all, I mean they don't have to be male, but they are like that's mm-hmm. just what they are historically. And we've had female versions of all of those characters too. But I think it was cool that they decided to not only give the bride uh, a fair shake and let her kind of headline the maze, um, but to have that may be almost entirely female scare actors. I think was really cool. Um, and then what are we doing this year? What else we have? Walking dead is back again this year. Um, apparently this is a year round haunt, but I don't. Okay. So no, it's not. I didn't think Um, so. Well, unless they changed something, I went in may and it wasn't there. Yeah. But basically on the main street of universal, um, kind of when you get, uh, you know, where, you know where they have the little Hello Kitty meet and greet? <laughs> I, I do. You... I do, yeah. Okay. Right across from that, that building used to be the building where they would have the year-round haunt, okay. which I just looked it up. It was called House of Horrors was what it was called um, for a little while. So that one was just kind of general um, horror titles that Universal had as opposed to just being mm. their, uh, their, their classics monsters. Um, but yeah, it was that building over there kind of at the end of the little Main Street area, kind of by the shops and stuff. Okay. which used to house their year-round horror thing. And the last thing it was before it closed was a Walking Dead thing. And but you think it's just one of those walk- things that hasn't come back with the park reopening? I feel like that's just I what it is. I don't think they were 
going to bring it back. Okay. I don't think it was the intent because they changed that whole building. Like that street looked totally different oh, when it was there. I didn't know that. Okay. Um, in the past few years, and, and we're not going to dive into this too much, but in the last like 10 years, the shape of Universal has changed a ton. And it's changing um, a course. lot in the next 10 years too. Yeah. Uh, and and obviously a lot of that is taking place on the back lot or in the, in the, the lower lot, unfortunately. Um, but like in terms of like the addition of Wizarding World, um, the Universal Plaza, which is like right in the middle, that used to be something totally different. Um, literally like so much of the landscape of the park has changed um, and that area is kind of included. So like I said, it, w- it looked a bit different when there was that maze over there. I don't know if they brought it back. Like when I went in May, it was not there. I would have done it. Um, so the fact that it says year round is kind of weird. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, I think Walking Dead's kind of run its course at this point. The show is actually finally the show ending. ran the, its course the main, years the, ago. The main show is finally ending this year, um, so we'll see if they maybe someday build a scare zone type thing year round in the park. I think people would really enjoy that. Um, but then also this year, I mentioned Hill House, um, the Curse of Pandora's Box, which is like a non-IP related one, but then mm-hmm. the the IP related mazes they're doing this year. Uh, for film, there's three of them, three mazes, and then the Terror Tram. Um, so there's the Exorcist is going this year. Um, Halloween Four, The Return of Michael Myers is this year, and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the based off the original film in the 1970s. That's the one that I'm working in, um, which is really cool. And then this year for Terror Tram, because they didn't do Terror Tram in 2019, the last year it was back, and it was a big sticking sticking point they wanted to bring it back this year and they did and it's the ultimate mm-hmm. purge so it's taking elements from all five purge movies i believe there's five now taking elements of all five and combining them together for the terror tram which is a really cool concept and i've talked to some people working that working that one and they all say it looks incredible i would love to go see it before the season's over um trying to make that work uh over there to during one of the breaks start seeing some of the mazes but uh yeah, man, this event is top tier. Like, I don't want—I don't think I can stress that enough. Like, other, other um, theme parks—they do their horror-based things. Like Disney does their thing, but it's not really like a scare thing. Um, we're talking about SeaWorld's doing theirs now. Knots. I've always heard great things about mm-hmm. Scary Farm, but this one is cool because they are taking intellectual properties that fans are excited to see. It's not just random people with like chainsaws and swords and knives and stuff chasing after you it is characters that you are familiar with in settings from those films that you are familiar with and i think that's what really makes them stand out amongst the rest well i think it's kind of like we talked about when we talked about the universal just rides period is the fact that you're being placed into these these scenes and and locations and being around characters that you recognize and like you said it's it's very fun to be able to feel like you're actually existing in that world for a little bit. Yeah. Um, so even in the sense of doing a haunt event and going to like a haunt mazes, um, it, it's super cool to be doing it in worlds that you're familiar with. Yeah. And that's why, like I said, at the time when, when they did that terminus maze, like I was a walking dead fan at the time. Right. Um, and most so like people, that was most people super were at cool. That time. Yeah. So it was super cool to be able to go through all that and be like, yeah, like I feel like I'm in the walking dead right now. It felt very real. Um, so we speak on all those intellectual properties. There are a lot of interesting ones that maybe neither of us knew going in. 
had mazes based off of them. And I want to touch on those before we start wrapping up the show. But before we do that, we're going to throw a quick word to our sponsors. So, Joel, I got a question for you. Okay. Horror Nights has been going on uh, since 1986. That was the very 86. first year. Then they took a couple mm-hmm. years off. They came back in 92, ran until 2000, took a couple years off, came back in Was it 86 the year that that guy died? Yeah, that was the first. Yeah, the very first year one of the scare actors died on the terror tram. They, they ended the event. Uh, six years later, they came back. Then they took another break, and then they came back in 2006. They've been running ever since, except for the COVID year in 2020. So, with all that said, the thing we're talking about here with this event, the reason that we're talking about it is because it is based on intellectual properties. I could, I could get this wrong, but I'm going to speak just in terms of the mazes themselves. What was the first IP-based movie to have their own maze? Do you know the answer to that? Oof. I I don't think I do. I'd love to guess. Take a uh, guess. I have a feeling it's something more modern. Mm. Well, I, I mm. let me get. I tell you what. I'll give you the year. The year the of the, the, the maze? year of the maze. Yeah. Okay. Nineteen ninety I see my thing is I don't know what's universal and what isn't for some of these things. I will give you another hint. It is a universal based IP. So I'm gonna, all right, no more hints you get. I'm going to say guess. Halloween. Okay. Uh you you're, you're going to think this is hilarious. It was The Mummy. Really? Yeah, Brendan Fraser's Mummy. Wow, yep. I did not know that. Like I said, Based on the list I'm going off of, that is the first movie that is listed of having a maze. I'm sure other ones before that had movie elements, but this one was strictly for those mummy movies in the late 90s. That's incredible. I got to see if I could find a walkthrough or something like a walkthrough of that. Yeah, because I'd love to see that. I I stand the the mummy. Oh, you do. It's true. Um, but as on top of that, I have some really interesting ones that I want to just say like they had them and get kind of what our reactions are. First off, this isn't a movie, but I think this is hilarious. Um, the WWF's own the undertaker had a maze based off of what in the, in 2000. Yeah. It was called the oh undertaker. No mercy, which is the name of one of the pay-per-views back then for WWF. Wow. I really want to go back in time and experience <laughs> right. that. <laughs> right. That year, that year they had um, Buffy, the vampire slayer maze as well. And then this was the first year of the ROM zombie house of a thousand corpses maze. Hey, I um, did that one one year. So we have that. See, that's why I'm, I, I'm, I don't know the list I read off earlier. Like I looked up the maps from those years that I went and I know they're the right ones. Yeah. But like I definitely remember, maybe I have one of the years that I went wrong. Maybe I didn't go 2015. Maybe not. And I went a different year because I know I did. Maybe I did 2013 and 2015 or mm. 2014 instead. Maybe we'll find out uh, after the episode <laughs> where you were. But, um, but the maze is from the 2015. Maybe I went more years than I remember. Maybe. Um, I don't know. So then, t- 2006 when they came back, uh, not a lot of mazes, uh, not a lot of IP, but they did have a Dawn of the Dead scare zone, which I thought was really cool that year. And then back into the mazes, here was their first like big year of IPs was 2007. It was Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, and Texas Chainsaw Massacre all debuted in 2007, which I thought that was really cool that they brought all those in at the same time. Three iconic uh, monsters. 
then we go into uh, 2008. Elm Street comes back. Did I have this right? Did they all just did they just run it back that year? Uh, yeah, they did. Actually, they just ran it back. Same mazes. Uh, they changed the Terror Tram, but it still not still wasn't IP based. Um, yeah, no, they just ran it back that year. Okay, here we go. 2009. They had a maze based on Chucky, which is called Chucky's Funhouse. They had a saw maze where a jigsaw was like the the face of the event. Uh, they had a Halloween, the first Halloween one with Michael Myers. Um, so that one was that year as well. And we're going to start getting into some really funny ones coming up here soon. But these are like like the, the ones that really got them started here. But now we get into 2011. This was the first year of Yaya Rona. This was not based on the movie, though, because the movie came out way later. The Th- John Carpenter's The Thing had a maze this year, which I think would have been really cool to check yeah, that one out. Yeah, that'd be interesting to see in a maze. Um, what else? Then next we go on. Silent Hill finally debuted in 2012. That was also the same year of Walking Dead like we talked about earlier. Um, 2013, Insidious. That was the year. Uh, yeah, Insidious was that year. Evil Dead was that year. We have Dracula, like the ones you talk about, AVP, American Werewolf in London, Dracula Untold, From Dust Till Dawn. And then, let's see, This Is the End was a big one. Here we go. Okay. This was The Exorcist first year, 2016. Freddy vs. Jason was 2016. Krampus was 2016. A Krampus, Krampus maze would have been hilarious to check out. I actually heard that that maze was incredible. Yeah. I've heard good things about that as well. This uh, the Terror Tram this year was also a mixture of movies because Eli Roth designed it that year. Mm, I remember hearing about that. This was this was yeah this was a year I did not go. Yeah. Uh, Okay, and then 2017 we have The Shining. We have Ash vs Evil Dead. Um, And then Blumhouse had their own maze that year too. Starting was called The Horrors of Blumhouse, so they got to do a maze. Um. Then we have 2018, Purge finally gets a maze outside of Terror Tram. Poltergeist was this year. Uh, Blumhouse came back for Chapter 2. Trick or Treat was this year. And also, not a movie, but Stranger Things debuted in 2018 as well. Heard nothing but great things about that one. Stranger Things came back in 2019. Holidays in Hell. Holidays, of course, spelled with Mm -hmm. a Z at the end of it. Z. Um, Put a Z in there. Frankenstein meets Wolfman was that year. One of my personal favorite groupings coming up here was Ghostbusters, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, Creep Show, and Us, Jordan Peele's Us, which mm-hmm. I heard was just unbelievable, that one. That one won Maze, the top Maze that year. And then we're into this year. I talked to those ones as well. So, Joel, of that list of one, I know I kind of ran through it pretty quick. There was a lot of them in there. What is the one that if you could go back and experience it the year it came out, which one would you want to go do? I really wanted to see the shining maze yeah, that's just a good because one. I love that film. Um, I saw some of the, like the images and the walkthrough stuff and it looked pretty cool. Um, but like you said, I also heard that us was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Um, so I would have loved to experience that as well. Yeah. And I'm a big stranger things fan. So I'm bummed. I didn't go that year. I know like the, la- uh, what was it? 2019 was the year. Like I was really close to Gullen. Like I, mm-hmm. there was so many things I wanted to see. Um, I heard Killer Clowns from Outer Space was ridiculous in like the best way. Um, I probably would have been scared as shit in that because I don't <laughs> love clowns. Um, I don't know, man. There's a lot of good ones. Like I kind of want to. They haven't had 
Nightmare on Elm Street or Friday the 13th since Freddy versus Jason, but I feel like I'd want to go even further back and experience those two for the first yeah. time as well because those are horror icons and yeah, yeah, yeah. they haven't had them in the park since. And I know, like, unfortunately with this, there's a business side to this as well where certain – like, you have to – get the rights from creators and other studios to have your mazes in there. Whereas ones like Halloween and Texas Chainsaw, some of them, they come back all the time because Universal mm-hmm. owns the properties so they can just whip right. them up and do them, no problem. Um, yeah, so those are some really good ones. But now, if you may notice, listen, going through that list, there are a lot of ones that maybe haven't been done yet. And I'm curious... What is a property that you think lends itself well to being represented at Horror Nights? So there are two. Okay. And both of them are going to be films that I would not say are even horror films. Okay, I'm intrigued. And they are both by my favorite director. I can almost guarantee you can guess both of them right now. Your favorite director? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm pretty sure Spielberg's your favorite director, right? Yes. Okay. Um, is one of them War of the Worlds? No. Okay. Um, are you gonna? Are you saying a Jurassic Park? One? Jurassic Park maze would be insane. Be like cool. strictly based mainly even on just raptors. Yo, it would be incredible. Yeah. Like a walk. Like imagine the Jurassic Park ride, but it's a walk through. That would be cool. So like yeah. you're like right up front with these animatronics, and even if they can bring people out to be dressed in the puppet suits of the like raptors and stuff, it would just be incredible. Yeah. Because like right now, one of my big issues with like the meet the raptor thing over there at universal is that <laughs> that thing one that it's thing like sucks <laughs> nine feet tall yeah. it's like that's not how big the raptors were in the films right let alone in real life obviously but like at least to keep in continuity the films the raptors i think were like six feet tall mm-hmm. um and the the one you go and meet over there it's like nine feet and it just it's yeah whatever but if they were to be more proper size and in the dark like it'd be feel very very real uh, the other one is though, it, is oh, it do you want to take a guess is it jaws yes yeah now, the reason I say Jaws would be incredible, because if people are going to be like, well, how are you going to be on water? A couple of years ago, Not Scary Farm did a maze called The Depths, and it was all based around being like near water and around water. And it was one of my favorite mazes, specifically because there was one room where they did this incredible effect. So with like fog machines and stuff like that, mm-hmm. if you cool the fog down, it's heavier, so it stays lower. So like when you go and you see people do like things at their house and stuff like that and the fog seems to be staying on the ground, their fog machine is pumping through usually some sort of chilled environment, whether okay. it came with a fog machine or the way they built it themselves. And so basically not scared from what they did was they had a bunch of this very chilled fog shooting out. And so it was all staying super low. And then they had these lasers shoot across the top of it. Okay. And so it looked like you were walking through a swamp. That's really the cool. fog would essentially come up to about maybe almost waist high um and then with the lasers and everything like that it literally looked like you were kind of walking through a swamp and you couldn't see anything below the fog and the characters would hide under the fog and pop out and jump up at you and then sometimes you could like see their like backs and stuff or like something like walking along Uh and so i think about that in terms of jaws it would be incredible to have characters basically dressed as like a shark to be underneath that fog and you could just kind of see the fins going around like coming towards you like it would yeah. just be terrifying it would um and then of course you know eventually get you like onto a boat or something you're yeah. on the orca and you have you know bruce hopping up on just like when uh when he eats when feeding the chum to it yeah when he eats quint like 
all these different places. Like I, I know it would probably be somewhat difficult because again, so much of the, the yeah. terror parts of jaws take place on the boat, but I definitely think it's something that could be done. Mm. No, but both of those for me would be yeah. properties. I would love to see. Those are two really good ones. What um, about you? I have one that's always stuck out in my head. Um, when I think of what I would want to see, I would want to go see a maze that I know would absolutely scare the shit out of me. Because mm-hmm. that's what I want when I go to these things. If I'm Universal, I go I go across the street. I go over to Warner Brothers. Do you know where I'm going with this? I'm trying to think. I'm going to say Annabelle Ooh, that's a or good... The Conjuring. Both of those are good. That's not where I'm going, but both of those are really good. I think those are good. I think a paranormal activity similar to like uh, similar to that would be good. But I'm going with one that has a very clear face of the franchise that would be the top attraction at Horror Nights that year. Do you want me to tell you? Go for it. I would want to do It. Oh, yeah. yes. It would be fantastic. And, well, and Warner Brothers did that. Right. They did. I, I didn't get to experience it, but they did that. Yep. I think, I think what Universal could do with this event with – Pennywise would be mm-hmm. fantastic because Pennywise takes tons of different forms. You know, and there's lots of lots of different characters to play off of with that. I think that one would just be incredible, and I know that I would be terrified going through it the whole time. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. That would be a very, very incredible maze. I need to watch the walkthrough of when Warner Brothers did it because they did it both when they did the uh, Horror Made Here event. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also in promotion of it, they had the Kneebolt house over on Hollywood Boulevard, which mm-hmm. I went to go do. I, I went and did um, that. Yeah, I had heard that you could skip the line if you were an employee. And then I went and they were like, no, we're not <laughs> yeah, doing that I anymore. Remember, I remember hearing about that. <laughs> and I did, we didn't try that when we went. But I did go through it and it was really cool. Yeah, so yeah, that would be that would be fantastic. I would love to experience that. Yeah, so that one would be my pick. Um, all right. I think that kind of sums up our halloween horror nights discussion pretty well is there anything that we left on the table that you want to touch on i want to ask you a question sure okay and it's going to kind of go hand in hand with what you just asked me okay but of all of the films that we have reviewed thus far which one would you want to see a horror maze of that's a really good question i feel like there's going to be an obvious answer let's see what do we got here i mean jurassic world kind of fits in there are you were saying but I, that's not where i'm gonna go um there are a couple that could be good yeah um we've also not done a lot of films that are necessarily scary not really um i have a few that i could just kind of start rattling off but i, I want to hear what you would have to say um I guess I really okay. So, just looking at our list, I have three that would intrigue me, but I don't know how necessarily scary they would be. Um, okay, Indiana Jones in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, or just Indiana Jones in general, I think lends itself out All for right. a really cool maze. Like if it's like you're just trying to escape like a temple, basically. Uh-huh. I think that would be really cool. Um, but I, I don't know how they would do it, but I think that would be one. I actually think Age of Ultron would be a good maze. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I think that would be re- like we have a couple superhero ones on here. I think that one is the most interesting because Ultron is a or is supposed to be a very menacing villain. If you watch Marvel mm-hmm. What If, 
uh, on Disney Plus, you see just how terrifying Ultron can really be. Um, so I think like being scared by like Ultron bots and stuff, and like having the scare actors being the Avengers would be really cool. But I think, I think the one I think your answer is about to be what I think. Yeah, I think the one that is the most would be the most out there, but also the one that Universal could just outright do on their own is the Cat in yep. the Hat. Yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. The Cat in the yeah. Hat would be insane. Yeah, I think that's the answer. Um, a couple of other because Cat in the Hat would probably be my number one answer. Yeah, I think. It has um, to a be. couple of honorable that mentions. movie. That I movie think... is like secretly terrifying. So yes. Um, I think, imagine the, the cat on the roof. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Um, I think a pirate's maze would be awesome. Yeah. I agree. Um, having all these, Just like, have, like, crazy... like Davy Jones's crew coming out. Yes. Oh, that would or be the ghost, terrifying. Or Barbosa's ghost crew. Yeah. Either one. I would love that. Um, another one that I think could be sort of like a more of a joking end of things um, would be sorry to bother you. I knew you, you were going to say that. Yeah. With the, like Equisapiens and yeah, stuff. The, the Equisapiens yes. would be terrible. That one That'd crossed my mind as well. Very scary. Um, but yes, I do think the cat in the hat is the best option. Yep. Um, the only horror film we have on our list really is Kirk Cameron saving Christmas. <laughs> um, it's so horrifying for a different reason. Terrifying. Yeah. Collateral beauty. All, all the maze is, is your friends. God. Um, exploiting you it's personalized to each person that walks <laughs> yes. through where it's your actual friends <laughs> yeah oh my god uh but anyway no i think that uh i think that kind of rounds things yeah. out for us there universal cat in the hat 2021 get on it or 2022 yes. excuse me 2022 get on yes it. i want to go to the cat in the hat yep all right so that'll about do it uh yeah i don't think we have anything else of necessity to talk about uh look out for what we do for next week's episode it's going to be another thing that's very different but something that we actually just talked about off the cuff randomly <laughs> i think it was like you message like hey we yeah. should do this and i don't think you i don't know if you were joking or not but i was like yeah we should i have... was not okay good i was i was, yeah, was serious yeah. yeah i was like yeah we should absolutely do this i looked at the runtime for this right after you said that and it's not too long and it's it's not and it's a it's not it's not a typical movie that we would be doing here um, so it doesn't, we can, we can do it on our own, um, mm -hmm. while we wait for Cameron to come back. But I think this, I think this is a really funny idea and I would, I'd it's going to be a lot of fun. It. Yeah. Yeah. And it, in a way ties into what we're doing this week in a way, in a yes. very yes. long reaching I, way. I almost said the same thing. I think, uh, any sleuths out there will be able to put that together and maybe guess what we're doing. Maybe. Um, so I'll be interested to see. Yeah. Well, it did just come out. So. So we'll oh, see. now you're giving too much away. <laughs> now you're giving too much away. Well, let's see how, how much tension these listeners pay. Um, everyone is. Okay, so as always, folks, the I Like Refund Podcast, you can find us anywhere you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, anyone that hosts a podcast, I Like a Refund is there. Also, check us out on our socials, at RefundPod. Our Twitter's becoming a little more active. Our Instagram is always where you find the most content for what we got going on. Um we got a lot of cool things in the pipeline. We're working on a lot of stuff behind the scenes. Um, but yeah, that's really that's really it, folks. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode. And we'll see you next time.